0: Now, it's time for the Consumer Fightback Show. And here's your host, the credit master himself. Uh, greetings and welcome to episode number five of the Consumer Fight Back Report podcast and radio talk show. Coming to you courtesy of First Stone Credit Counseling, also known as FSCC and the People's Credit Bureau. FSCC, by the way, is one of the only two still U.S. Treasury-approved credit repair and credit educator companies in the U.S. of A. And it's under those federal credit laws titled the Consumer Credit Protection Act of 1968, which is a series of eight sub-laws and the Credit Repair Organization Act, known as CROA, of 1997. So if you want or need superior credit assistance or credit file repair, you have found us. Hi, I am the credit master, also known as Mr. D, on our long-running radio talk show. Uh, We were on the air with an hour show for years, uh, about 17 years. And uh, then we have had a sabbatical, we're back, because there's so darn many people in the country in credit trouble, the government tells us, and there are only two of us legally licensed by the law, under the law, to do it. So with me today is J.D., a lady with opinions, also the shadow number two, so hello J.D.
1: Well hello to our listeners. We are excited to be back conducting podcast. As Bruce said, we uh, Mr. D said we have taken a sabbatical <laughs> of eighteen years on the radio and thirty five plus years in the credit restoration and credit repair business. And that's because we enjoy helping consumers with their credit issues.
0: Yeah, it's not a sabbatical of eighteen years. It's a sabbatical after eighteen years. Okay. <laughs> so we'll
1: have to make that correct. Yeah,
0: we've been on sabbatical about three years. Okay.
1: Okay, so some of our topics today will be about those major credit bureaus. Yes. Yeah, Mr. D.
0: So called credit bureaus.
1: Enlighten our listeners about the three major credit bureaus, which are Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Now how did they come to be so much a part of our lives and why are they called bureaus?
0: Well this all started particularly after World War II when a lot of things were created during the war technology like uh, air conditioning for example and we found out during uh, WW Two that the women could work and They made a lot of the airplanes that were used in the war. When the men were off fighting and after the war, uh, two things happened. One was we had new things, fangled things that everybody wanted. And uh, in order to pay for some of those, we had to buy them on time. So credit started. And companies also noticed that uh, like uh, JCPenney, not only can we sell you more items if we let you buy it on time, but we can make about 19 20% more money by charging interest. So uh, along came uh, credit and eventually what we call credit cards. Now we have uh, debit cards. And the other thing is they noticed that, hey, the women could work. So they had more money in the families and uh, could do more things in that way. Uh, along came some people that reported on other people and uh, they called themselves credit bureaus because they wanted to sound important like uh, government bureau, federal bureau of, for example. But the 1968 set of eight laws called the Consumer Credit Protection Act called them consumer reporting agencies. They didn't like that. That didn't make them sound important enough. Anyway, at one time, there were literally hundreds and thousands of these. Uh, At one time, Chicago had 1,100 credit bureaus, we hear, and it boiled down to the big five, and now it's the big three. Uh, TRW, who is no longer around, sold themselves out back in uh, 1996 to the English, and the name changed to Experian. I guess uh, that's as close as they could come to getting the name Experience. Okay so now you have experian you instead of trw you have transunion it's no longer owned by the hyatt hotel people who are the pritzker family from illinois by the way but goldman sachs and you have the oldest in the country out of atlanta known as Equifax. Originally, it was called The Credit Bureau, Inc. And it trades publicly under the initials CBI, just for your information. So there have been some changes. They make most of their money, probably around two-thirds, selling bad news on people. They particularly don't like us because when we get you out of credit trouble, We insist that the bad news go away. They don't make money if they don't have a lot of bad news. In other words, if everybody had good credit, you wouldn't have any credit bureaus, right? Okay. So they've been in a constant hassle with us because we insist. And if they don't do it, we know how to make it expensive and sick the government on them. So does that kind of answer that question there, J.D.?
1: Well, and there are some more that I want to get into uh, regarding the major credit reporting agencies, but I want to give out our phone number uh, before we move forward. So would you like to do that?
0: Sure, in case you need us, we're in the business of being hired by the public to get out of credit trouble. So let me give you the phone number. It's area Code 972-235-1188. Once again, that's area Code 972-235-1188. And you can leave us a message if we're busy or it's after hours. It takes messages 24-7 and we will get back to you at a convenient time. The uh, initial consultation is free. Uh, Cleaning it up isn't free because it takes money to do it. And uh, the people that work here need to get paid. Or they would be on that credit bureau list, right? So anyway, also our email is the letters for our supporter first stone credit counseling in other words fscc at first the word stone the word dot com so fscc at firststone.com you can give us a couple of times that would be good to get together with you and we can talk about your problems and see about getting you out of trouble
1: Okay, now, Mr. D, we also want our listeners to know that we are nationwide and currently have clients in many states and that this credit restoration work can be done totally by mail, thus using the regular mail system, the fax machine, email, and scanning. Now, we want you to know that if you'd like to come into our office, you are welcome, and we are located in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex area in a city called Plano, Texas. Now, Mr D Let me
0: clarify one thing there that it can be done after the initial consultation and initial sign up, which we have to talk to you. We cannot do this with texting or just emails or just faxes in the beginning. A lot of it can be done later, but there's gonna be have to be conversations because the nature of the beast. If you don't, you're not gonna get out of trouble. And it wouldn't that wouldn't be very good, would it? So, uh, after that, a lot of it can be done. You don't have to fly or drive to Dallas area. You can be anywhere. In fact, we've had customers who are in the military, uh, a couple of them in Japan. We even had a wealthy guy who hung out in Dallas a lot uh, from uh, the United Arab Emirates, Dubai. He uh, heard the radio show while he was here and he had credit card issues, not because he didn't have any money, but because he traveled and he used credit cards uh, around the world. And uh, sometimes he wasn't in a position to pay him on time, although he was a billionaire. So uh, we had a talk with the credit card companies and his behalf and said, <clears throat> You don't want to beat up on this guy because he has the kind of money that you would uh, like to have to pay you. So anyway, uh, that's the story on that.
1: Okay, all right. So let's move on. And we have said this, Mr. D, over and over again to our clients, credit affects nearly everyone. And First Stone is very high on educating our clients. And so we wanted to educate them about the credit bureaus and how they do affect our daily lives. And you've gone over some of those areas. But one of the things I think that they really need to know is how do they get their information? It's like, how does my information land on that credit report?
0: Well, people that you do business with, credit-wise, they all report to the credit bureaus. That way they have a hammer, so to speak, over the individual because if you don't pay, they're going to report you to the credit bureaus and everything else you do from that point on is going to cost you a lot of money or you're going to be kept from doing business. And that's not good. In fact employers uh, want to check your credit most of the time because they use it as a creditability or credibility more accurately uh, test. So if you have bad credit, they may not want to hire you or they won't pay you as much.
1: Okay, then let's tell them about the scoring Mm -hmm. system. Uh, And what does FICO stand for?
0: Well, years ago, all the banking lenders had scoring systems, and uh, they used to fight over who they would hire who had the best scoring systems in the country. And so they used to hire and steal each other's scoring wizards. So the credit bureaus finally came around to saying, well, maybe we should have a scoring system. And so they put out the bid. And what I'm told is there were three main organizations that had uh, uh, put in to be the scoring people.
1: You didn't have to get you a drink, okay?
0: <clears throat> yes, I have my uh, drink here. But anyway, uh, they ended up with picking one in California that was owned by a Mr. Fair and a Mr. Isaac. Therefore, you get FICO, Fair Isaac Company. And uh, for some reason, they decided to move from California to Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. I don't know. Maybe they felt it was going to fall in the ocean, like you keep hearing. Or uh, they like cold weather. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's where they are. And so there is a FICO system that uh, tells the public uh, uh, just exactly how good you are. And that system now, there are different uh, numbers of that, like uh, number one, number two, number three. Uh, so forth, and uh, the present system has a score. The worst you could be is 300. And the best you could be is 850. And so if you hear some different numbers like 900, you know they don't have a FICO score. So all the people are using the 850. <clears throat> Let me give you a little more information on that. 499 would be an F, 500 would be a D minus. 699 is an B plus, so 700 is an A minus. 720 is an A, they say, and 740 is A plus. And if you want to be really uh, get the lowest interest rates, then you need to be over 800. Uh, they don't like us but uh we're in a position to demand uh fair and so we're in the 800 category whether they like it or not if we're not we're going to go get some justice in the court system okay
1: okay let's give out our phone number again that is area code 972-235-1188 And as Mr. D said, we do have voicemail, so leave us a message if if we're not able to get to you right then. Now, we're going to move on with our email. Now, Mr. D, we received an email from Jordan in the state of Oregon, who was up for his two-year evaluation at his place of employment and was shocked to see that his manager had a copy of his credit report and he wanted to discuss it with him. Well, it's important for our listeners to know that when you have a new job orientation, in other words, when you get hired, they're going to sit you down, you're going to fill out forms, you're going to have an orientation explaining the company and, and its procedures, and most likely, in this day and age, you're going to sign a permission slip for the employer to pull your credit report. Now, some places that's just standard procedure and some companies may discuss it with you before they have you sign it but you know but they can use that option now if your HR department has received some negative letters regarding some personal issues you have then it's very likely the manager will use his option to obtain your report and some managers may just want to sit down and discuss the personal issue with you first before they pull the report. But just be aware that as an employee that you can get that uh, credit report pulled and not just when you sign up and become a new employee. Some companies will do it on a two year uh, record, just every two years, they will pull your credit report just as a matter of making sure that you are keeping your uh, credit in top condition. So, And keep in mind, too, that they will have uh, any negative letters that the that, uh, that tax people or collectors or may try to send to them and uh, tell them about issues that you have. So just be aware, okay? Now, when you have those issues, and we, and we told Jordan, give us a call, okay? And First Own Credit Counseling can help you. With those issues, so again, we're at nine seven two is our area code two three five one one eight eight, and you can email us at fscc at Now, Mr. D, our listeners probably would like to know a little bit more about collectors and creditors. So tell them what's the difference between a creditor and a collector.
0: Well, some creditors have their own collectors for situations where people cannot pay uh, their monthly bill or fee on the money that they borrowed or what or the credit card that they're using to buy things, etc. And but in this day and age, a lot of that's gone away. And you have third-party collectors who contract with different companies to do uh, the same situation. Under those eight laws, sub-laws I talked about with the Credit Consumer Credit Protection Act, two of them are about collectors. I tell people often they're so evil that they need two laws. But one of them is for in house collectors who are W 2'd, and the other is for third parties who are 1099s when it comes to taxes. So the in house ones are usually a little kinder than the third party ones who do not have an obligation to the company that hires them as much as the employee would, okay? So there are laws about this, and they have to follow the laws. If there is a problem and they turn you over to a collector, there is a thing known as a 30-day letter, and let me tell you what that means. Before they can do anything to you, They have to send you a letter and give you 30 days to respond and tell them no, uh, this is not me or I don't, it's not my problem or there's something else wrong with it. And they have to be able to prove that you got one. This is one of the flaws in their system is they cannot afford to send it with proof because they don't know. And if they don't, and they go do something to you, they can be sued, uh, turned into the government, turned into the state's attorneys general, and fined all kinds of problems. So they must give you a 30-day letter And prove that you got it if they don't hear from you before they do anything, which is a flaw in the system. There are a lot of flaws and things that the public doesn't know about. That's why you need a pro like First Stone Credit Counseling.
1: But Mr. D., on this 30-day letter, if you get one and you don't respond, doesn't the collector just assume that you do owe the debt?
0: They do. They uh, figure that you're not smart enough, if you ignored it, to not know what I just told you. And so they're going to go beat you up anyway, because they figure they're going to get away with it. The unfortunate thing is, if you happen to find us, then uh, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. And that's going to help get you out of trouble. Or as we like to say at First Stone, credit counseling, we're known as the second chance company. In fact, that is a big deal, especially if we have to go to court. Uh, Even though we're in Texas, we're not meeting them at high noon in the street anymore and shooting it out. We're going to court Uh, nowadays, modernized. Plus, like I tell people, it's more fun to get the money anyway. So anyway, if they do that to you and you find us, it is one of the tools we would use to get you some fairness.
1: Well, one of the other things that I would like for our listeners to know regarding collectors and creditors, when you're talking to a creditor or a collector, what are they mm-hmm. doing? Recording the conversation
0: probably recording it some states they have to tell you and some states they don't some states and i can't recall off hand the number but i think it's in the 30s that only one party has to know but uh the other states both parties have to know or it is a violation of the law So there are a lot of little things like this. There's really nowhere to go learn how to do this because the people that have the money that are loaning out the money essentially, which is what credit is, uh, they don't want you to know because if there's trouble, they wanna be able to punish as much as they can and get their money back. Uh, I understand that if I loaned the money to somebody I would like to get my money back too. But some of them go overboard and claim they know just how much you can afford when in fact they really don't. And uh, that's not proper either. So you have rights. Most people just don't know what they are or what to do with them. So you need a pro. First Stone actually gives uh, installment or credit to people that nobody will finance. Incredible part uh, has been discovered by some bankers that have checked this out over the years is that we get repaid by people that have credit problems much, much better than banks do. Yes, they were shocked. In fact, uh, 98% of the people that come to us pay us back. Some people get into more trouble along the way. Uh, for example, one of the things that happens is their car gets old, and they can't go somewhere because the credit's so bad and buy another car, except at a place that's called a note lock. And... Note lots tend to buy pieces of junk that are run out and they tend to sell them to people that have bad credit for high interest rates and they break all the time and finally the employer gets tired and fires the employee. So no cash flow. They can't pay us. Okay? Anyway, we're coming down towards the end of our 30-minute show, which is what we're doing right now. Uh, By the way, we will be one of these days soon, extending it probably to an hour. And it won't be just a podcast anymore. It will be uh, simulcast on different radio stations too. Although uh, you can hear us at firststone.com. Or where else can they go, Shadow? Website. Website, okay. Uh, Can't they go to iTunes or something and find us? Yes. Okay. So you can go to iTunes and find us. What are we listed under? Credit masters? I think we're listed under
1: credit
0: masters. Credit issues. The credit issues and credit master.
1: Okay, so now... To our listeners, if our podcast today prompted you to wonder about a credit issue you have, give us a call or email us and let's talk about it. And we want you to know that talking about your credit issues with other people is not always easy, and we understand that. But We want you to know that in our 35 plus years in this business, we have heard all of the credit situations out there. So you're not alone. So we want to thank you for joining us today. And we want you to call us and let us help you. And that number is area code 972-235-1188. And Mr. D will give you the email address.
0: That's the letters F-S-C-C at first the word com. So it's in Pilot Talk. That's Foxtrot Sierra Charlie Charlie. At firststone.com, not Firestone. That's a tire company. (laughs) We understand we sell a lot of tires accidentally. Anyway, uh, give us a call and uh, we'll be back uh, next week and tell you some more.
1: Thank you for joining us today.
0: Bye now.